Here we are again, folks, back at it for another episode of the Brew Chat Podcast. This week, we've got a very special episode because we're headed down to the brand new Brew Market and Beer Garden on Riverside Drive to have a few beers with their manager, Eric McGaffick. And we talked about lots of stuff. We talked about water, the best water for brewing, why water isn't as important for home brewing as some people might think. We also talked about Jim Carrey, and we also talked about how Eric and Chris have put together a homebrew store so damn quickly. It was it's pretty amazing, actually, and it's, it's shaping up to be a really, really neat spot. But before we get into that, I want to remind you guys to go check out Riverside Wine and Spirits this Friday. In honor of 420, they're going to be hosting a tasting with a hemp vodka. Yeah, you heard that right, hemp vodka. Don't know what that's about, but it sounds interesting. And they're also going to have a ton of danky beers on their tap wall for you to enjoy. Be sure to get a growler filled while you're down there. They're going to have lots of specials, lots of tastings, lots of things like that going on. And when you're done with that, hop on over to the brew market for their soft opening, where they're also going to have some danky beers on tap. Remember to hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Brew Chat. That's with two T's. And you can also find us on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com and on our own website at brewchat.com. So I'm going to shut up. Let's go to the brew market and have some beers. Here's episode 135 of the Brew Chat Podcast. back here for episode 135 of the brew chat podcast we're down here at see it is the brew market and beer garden which is opening up this friday so it should be the day after this podcast comes out is when that's out and uh we're down here with eric mcguffin the manager down here and did i get that right mcgaffick what did i say (laughs) mcguffin i have like a whole selection of Pizza box deliveries that have my name in the wrong way ever since fashion. So I'm still used to it, so no, no worries. Hey, it happens, yeah. McGaffick. 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 I think your grandparents ordered that McDonald's hamburger, so it's McGaffick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're trying down here. Tell us a little bit about what you got going, because you were giving us a tour, and I liked what I was seeing, but you, from what I'm seeing, I've, I see taps, I see some homebrew education, I see a place to brew home beer, I see supplies, which are far... Far between here in Chattanooga, you got to go all the way down to Fort O. So tell me a little bit about what you got going on down here. In basically a nutshell, I've, I've kind of coined this term lately as beer nerdvana. So we want to be the ultimate place for craft beer people to come hang out, you know, learn how to brew beer, have all the ingredients they need, have bottles and cans they can sit here and have mm-hmm. a pint and shop with, uh, you know, have a beer garden for everybody to go hang out. And basically, we just want to sit here and nerd out about beer as much as we can. Yeah, I like that. I loved what I saw. You show me your beer garden back there, and you've got a ton of space. So much space. Yeah, you've yeah. got a ton of space. And then I like what you've got over here in this corner with like some education stuff going on that you've got planned on. I yeah, guess. yeah, the one thing that's going to kind of separate us from everybody else is we are actually going to not only be a homebrew shop, but we're going to teach people how to do it. We're going to go from yeah. extract to the 20-gallon spike electric system in there to where you can do anything you want to. Which is really and nice, by the way. That thing can do up to 15 gallons, so actually a half keg. Yeah. Which is more than most brewers, you know, actually mm-hmm. have the ability to do. So, yeah, we're trying to be the ultimate place for you to come learn how to brew beer and buy the stuff you need. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a question for you. If you, are you guys, 
going to be brewing anything homebrew? What can you guys brew here and sell what you're brewing here? I guess that's what I'm trying to ask. Okay, the we can brew here, we can't sell it. So the okay. idea is we're it. going to be a certain club you can join to where it's going to be all the homebrewers come here and you can, you know, basically sample products so you can understand that you can brew stuff just as good as the big boys can do yeah. by yourself at home without having to pay the big boy cost. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to release a lot of the details about that membership probably on Friday. So a lot of people kind of understand what's going on with it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're going to have on-site consumption here so people can actually have a pint and shop for homebrew supplies. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to certify people to use this system. Me and I've got one buddy, Brandon Hudson, who is SMB Brewing. uh, He's actually brewed with me quite a bit on this one. So we're going to teach people how to use this system. And a part of being in that club is, guess what? You get to use that system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's great. Dude, it's it's kind of like a library for beer. It's what you got here. Beer Nerd Vana. Yeah. Beer Nerd Vana. I like it. I like it too. That's good stuff. You, you said you were going to have a library over here of books. I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you do. You have what the library has, but for beer people. And kind of yeah. the funny thing is you don't need really a lot of books anymore because you got Google. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But the expertise that I have and the people we're going to have here, you're not going to need Google. Yeah. You're going to be able to tell you how to do it, brew it, have fun with well, it. Well, you said yeah. you're a certified Cicerone, right? Yeah. I'm a level one, which I'm not like... Matt Warren is the king when it comes to being a Cicerone. And the, the kind of the funny story, just based off how I got into homebrewing, was I started with a little Mr. Beer kit. You know, one of those little Don't we all. Yeah. Target kits yeah. and yeah. beer I made was horrible. It was just absolutely <laughs> yeah. horrible. So I actually got a, you know, started with extract, brought one of those beer kits you see over there mm-hmm. and started doing it. And it wasn't until Matt had a juice IPA. And I drank it at a bottle share and I was like, oh my God, who did this? And I turned around and it was him. So that yeah. kind of started a friendship and got me being like, I want to do everything I can to be as good as you at. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. No, if anybody knows Matt Warren, he's a wizard. Shout out to Matt. <laughs> no, he is. is. He's our, uh, like if this was, he's the guy you would have to defeat if this was a Kung Fu movie. And if you came into Chattanooga. <laughs> he's like Bruce like, Lee on be. steroids. Yeah. I mean, like he won't really kick your ass, but his beers will. Yeah. His beers are phenomenal. Yeah. Heavenly Sours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Some of those. I'm excited to try the one he did up at Monkey Town. He's got it barrel aging right now. So, actually, uh, I actually went to Monkey Town a couple, actually, it was last Sunday, and I got to sample it out of the fermenter, and it's going to be awesome. Ooh, yeah. It's boozy. It's delicious. So, the barrel aged variant, I'm sure, is going to be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So, so we have we have the barrel here, or is it aging at Monkey Town? Is that what's going on? He's got I would say it's in probably in Matt's here? basement. Okay, that's cellar. what I, that's I, what, that's what I thought. With all the other was. million sours and barrel-aged beers he's yeah, got that are amazing. So I think we talked about when Brian was on the podcast the other week. That's right. And I kept that's asking right. him dumbass questions. Yeah, how, yeah. how are you going to get the full <laughs> barrel all the way back down here? I was wondering. Well, I also <laughs> had in there, I was assuming he was coming to Bruce Skies. Like, well, he came last year, and as soon as he showed up, I looked at my buddies. I was like, well... Oh, we wiped the floor. <laughs> he wiped the floor yeah, out. Oh, He's yeah. going to win it, but yeah. I may have had like 20 samples of that. So, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to try that. Yeah. Let's, and, uh, but we have some beers here that we're trying right now. You you poured this out of one of these taps here. What is this one? A, so, a basically, uh, when I brewed these beers, we had our little uh, Path to Pints 10K. And a part of being, you know, doing the race was you get to come back here and sample mm-hmm. some homebrew beers. So, I kind of watched Ace of Ventura the weekend I was brewing beer. So the coffee <laughs> like stout you're drinking is called Here Snowflake. All right. Because, you know, right. here's Snowflake. Here's, and here's the snowflake, pale ale you tried earlier was Ace Tom Ace. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very big on kind of doing things when it comes to, I don't know, like the next batch is from the movie Life. 
So get prepared for jingling and all sorts of crazy stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Because okay, I like that. I like that naming convention, and I love Ace Ventura. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. I'm still waiting for number three. I one think day. it's supposed to be a son. One day. I understand. Well, and actually, they, they came out with one with the Andy Melanakis guy, I think. They did? And it was his son. Yeah, my point exactly. They buried that. Oh, see, I didn't realize that yeah. actually Jim happened. Carrey's not in. It's not yeah. Ace Ventura. Yeah. yeah. No. They need I, to I know do he's kind of gone on his own little way lately, but uh, he's still hilarious. I would love to yeah. see him come back, and they do it in real time, but it shows him just destitute with a beard. He's been out of the pet detective game for a while and just straight up have it where snowflake gets stolen again or another football mascot and they're like yeah the dolphins this he really helped out the dolphins in the 90s so maybe you should hit him up and he's just they've got to get him back in the game and they're like you can do it ace and it's just about him refining himself and the funny thing is last year my buddy brandon who smb brewing had a halloween party which is pretty epic halloween party yeah. we all homebrewed beers for it yeah. And I dressed up as Ace Ventura nice. when we were in the loony bin with a tutu. <laughs> and I brewed a beer called Finkel is Einhorn, Einhorn is Finkel. And uh, yeah, we, we had a blast with that one. So <laughs> That's written on a bar somewhere here in town. And I can't remember where it was at because I was having a good time. And, I almost uh, think it's Tremont. I've, I wanted to say Tremont, but I didn't want to misspeak, misspoke however that is but i do believe it's tremont on their old side on written yeah. on their wall it says finkel is einhorn and it just finkel. it made me giggle the night i discovered it. i was like i see toner gloves einhorn. too you know damn marino <laughs> laces out uh, so yeah let's, oh, that, uh, was, that was in works too don't worry that's oh, okay. the laces out nice it's the uh that'd be a good name for like a in-universe ace ventura biography about laces out finkel ray finkel <laughs> Everybody loves Jim Carrey. Dumb and Dumber is one of the greatest movies ever. It is. I got to say, it's the original one. It's it's a great cinematic achievement. And trust me, there's a whole series coming along that too. So nice, a series of beers. Okay, okay. Because I don't need a series of of that. No, 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 no. no, no. You could have one called Petey's Head. It's just like a really heady pale ale. (laughs) 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 Well, yeah, we're getting morbid here, but sure, the possibilities are endless. Is, you is sold pretty him? Much what you're saying. Pretty bird. Yes. <laughs> you pretty sold Petey? He didn't have a head. Polly I took a care of it, Harry. <laughs> Greatest movie, I'm telling you. It's, it's great, good. man. I just love that look in Jim Carrey's face when he's like, Harry, I took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did... Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, he took care of it. But um, I'm going to open up this Stone Exalted IPA. Since we were coming over here, we usually kind of have a theme, but I just grabbed, we had the Collective Arts before. I see they're all IPAs, so I brought yeah. up the, the Dolly Denali Vision here. So Yeah, so we... And actually here in a little bit, we're going to, I just kegged it today. It's back there carbon, so it needs a little carb, but Wonky okay. is going to be the one we release on Friday, which is basically a zero IBU New England IPA named after Catherine at the Tap House because she's got me and Chris saying Wonky about every five minutes now so <laughs> so what's more wonky than saying an ipu you yeah know, an ipa that has no, no bitterness no bitterness that's weird that doesn't exist. So, so what do you what do you do to achieve that well essentially that you save all the hops for the very end of the beer so as soon as you cut the flame out of it dump them in there dump them on in okay and see i've always respected stone because they're they're very west coast they're very mm-hmm. always danky and uh you don't get to build a brewery in Berlin by not being good at something. So, no, I love Stone. Their whole Enjoy By series that they come out with—that's some of my favorite. Oh, they're favorite really good. Yeah, we're uh, actually a whole part of the 420 theme is we're going to have Enjoy By 420 mm. cans here, and we're going to sell them for 420 a can. Nice. On I like it. Nice. Genius marketing. 
See, this is this got some flavor text on here. It says Stone Exalted IPA represents the elevated state of reverence that Stone extols for the venerable, the venerable hops uh, that have been uh, anointed to bestow their divine qualities on this sacred brew. This limited release is part of Stone's Hop Worship series. Glory be to those who imbibe it and or imbibe in it in its freshest form and faithfully worship thy hop and the beauty of blissful bitterness. It's and definitely very West Coast and danky, so it, it, I mean, it's definitely got that influence to it. Say what hops they used. Uh, that's what I was looking for. Oh, uh, Citra and Laurel. Can never like go wrong citra. with Citra. Never yeah. messed with Laurel before, but Citra has been used predominantly in actually the Pale Ale. Actually, not the Pale Ale. We had a New England IPA we had that kicked that had a lot of Citra mosaic mm-hmm. in it. So, yeah, I'm very Citra heavy. Yeah, I've always liked the Citra. I'm always disappointed that the Citra is not as readily available as all the other seas, like the Centennial, Cascade, and all that. Well, you just got to look over there. There's 40 ounces sitting in that cooler, so I see plenty to come, so we'll him. have plenty of Citra. <laughs> that is good to know. And you guys have a ton of stuff down there that I also haven't heard of before. The yeah, we, we were trying to get on the whole New Zealand Aussie bandwagon because yeah, yeah. a lot of those hops are making a real... I mean, mm-hmm. Green Bullet, I've never used. Uh, Rockatu, Motika... Uh, Dr. Rudy. Yeah. Galaxy, I've heard of the Dr. Rudy. Galaxy, I could just take a bath at Galaxy because I love it so much. <laughs> I like Galaxy too. Citra and Galaxy are in my top, and I like, uh, see, I guess. Uh, I like some Fuggle. Fuggle's good. I like Azaka. in there. Yeah. yeah. I use the UK. I haven't Definitely tried with the, the English regular. route on that one. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't I haven't tried the English Fuggle. There's Those also, the ones I, I think, Wati, Waimea, uh, of course, Yarillo, yeah. Silent J, uh, Azaka. I mean, we're going to try yeah, to keep the hops people want here. We're yeah, yeah. Fresh. We're going to keep them. What you want, we're going to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, you, no, if we don't have it, come great. ask for it, we'll get it here. That's awesome. Are you guys going to sell any sort of water down here? Uh, as in just like non-alcoholic with? Yeah, just plain water to brew with. Because I know just in being with you brewing at your house, Jared, we the first time we were over there, you guys were going to buy bottles of water. Yeah. And then it seemed like, well, that doesn't make any fucking difference. So why are we doing that? And then, so the next time we just used from the sink and then Brian Bender told us he just uses from the sink. Yeah. And it seemed fine. And then last year when we were at Big Brew Day at Siegler's, the water that they've got out there. Big Brew Day will be here this year, by the way. James nice. Plug. Okay. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. That was a nice organic <laughs> shameless plug right there. That was perfect. So, you know, here's the way I kind of describe water. And here, here's the grand scheme. I try to tell everybody how it works. So imagine you got, yeah, that's my phone. Are they ringing? They'll, they'll call back later. Yeah. Well, so, we should probably cut that off and, or, or wait. Yeah, we'll just let yeah, it go. wait for it for a second. It's just background. It's, it's our going into commercial nice. break. Yeah. <laughs> it's our little jingle. But uh, actually, you know, you think about Sierra Nevada. And most people really don't think about this until you start seeing how the big boys do it. Mm-hmm. So you're brewing a beer in Chico, California. You open up a brewery in Asheville. Asheville water is not the same as California. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so true. So you've got to tailor your water to mimic that of Chico because that's what's going to cause, you know, all the beers to be pretty much consistent and everything. So right. water is a big player into it, but if it's pretty good to drink it's pretty good to brew with you're boiling it yeah. so most of the stuff's boiling off i mean uh we actually have tennessee american water right next to us mm-hmm. so oh, we're that's gonna true. we're yeah, actually gonna get a sample right. over there so we can get the perfect ph on the water yeah so just go over there nice. and drill in a tap and just be like hey <laughs> run a hose and over. pipe it on over here <laughs> yeah. fill up the glass needs to fill up over here so 
But yeah, water, water's, water's a big player in a lot of things, and uh, especially the New England styles. Mm-hmm. No, people yeah. do crazy stuff with water. I'm, I always bring up the water because I'm just fascinated by the lengths that people go to with water, like and transporting, make. getting scientifically made water. It's just the lengths that people go for water blows my mind. Yeah, and the kind of the, the good thing about it is though, when you start getting into home brewing and to figure it out, you don't really need to concern yourself with it that much because, mm-hmm. you know, that's just one step that a lot of people. I mean, you start getting to the pro level, starting getting bigger, bigger, bigger. You yeah. don't worry about your water chemistry, but most of the water oh, yeah. here is a lot of mountain water, a lot of river water, and yeah. it, you know, it's it's way better than somebody in Atlanta, somebody mm-hmm. that you know doesn't have anything around them. So it's a key player, but when you start home brewing, it's not so important. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. 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 I've never had a problem really with the water. We've never really had a problem. I've just noticed very big differences, especially with that Siegler's water. I think I even shot them a message. I was like, you guys should be bottling that up and selling it by the gallon. Like, <laughs> even just drinking out of the hose. I remember that. Yeah. It was pretty good water. Yeah. It was good water. One, what's funny is I didn't know this, but when I hit them up, uh, they had, I think his name was Pat had just sold Siegler's to the, to this other guy. And the other guy was like, well, that would be Pat's uh, crazy conspiracy theorist water filtration system. <laughs> I was like, that would be it. Huh. Well, tell him it works and his water is fantastic. And I bid you adieu. Like, it was some good water, though. It was very good water. Here's actually a shameless self-plug. One of the, my favorite places, I'll, I'll just be driving or be around the North Shore area, and Joe at Heaven and Ale down there has got this water mm-hmm. It's like filtered through his little tap. It's the best water. So uh, y'all need some water. Maybe go talk to Joe down there. He's got the best water. I in guess town, that's the so. water I have in that can. I've got oh, a can. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, he gave me when I was down there shooting a couple weeks ago, I was like, fill up, uh, put a can on the crowler machine, but just fill it with water, you know, but just so I can get footage of it going. And he filled it with water. And I was like, no, let me take that. I'm going to give that to somebody. And I've not figured <laughs> out who I'm going to give it to. You know what? If you, it's not going to be somebody that listens to the podcast, obviously. Tell, tell them it's so. tell them it's the new Bud Light. Yeah, I'm going to give it to him. Be like, oh, this is this new super light ale that Heaven and Ale's coming out with, or something. And then they'll crack it. And it's just, but if it's the water's that delicious, maybe throw a couple yeah. hop pellets in there. They'll you know, just, <laughs> just a couple. I mean, maybe they'll. It's a little hoppy, so. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be. Oh uh, yeah, if I could reopen it, I wish I could do that. Yeah, crowlers are, I think, going to be the new wave. I think a lot of the go- the glass growlers are going away. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, 64 ounces are – those crowlers are just perfect, man. You can take them everywhere. Yeah. Every time I go to Southern Grist, I'm leaving with like 12 of them. So, yeah. And a negative yeah. bank account. Yeah, right. I Yeah, the glass growlers, they're hard to keep up with. They are. And, and I've got just- 60 of them in my closet. So, anybody listens to this, you need free growlers. Come see me. I was just going to say. I I've will got, donate them to you without even thinking. Yeah. I've got at least 20. I may even pay you to somewhere. take them. Yeah. Yeah. I've so. got a bunch at my place. And it's like, any, I went to Heaven and Ale the other day, I guess on Monday, and forgot that the brewery wasn't open. And I went down there to get Crowlers. And I was like, well, I'll just go to the, the bottle shop there. But I didn't have my Growler with me. And I, I'm not going to buy another Growler. For, they're only $4. I was like. Yeah, that's $4 for something else to sit on my window. I have 40 of them back home. I would rather drive home and fill these up for you. Yeah, yeah, I've got plenty of them. uh, I'm going to have a stack here. And somebody's like, I need a growler. I'm like, oh, funny enough. There you go. There (laughs) needs to be like a a buyback system with breweries that somebody works out where, like like Coca-Cola used to have back in in the day, you know, and uh, 
Like, I don't know, you take it in. Like for a new growler, it's like $4. But if you bring your growler back and turn it in, you get $3 off your beer or something. I don't know. It'd be great. Good Lord, I'd never I get pay tired for beer then. Yeah. <laughs> right. You'd have a whole system I'll just going. bring a box of growlers and be like, oh, <laughs> I've go. got a tab for the next year here. So. <laughs> and one of those is actually pretty rare, so go ahead and put it up. Yeah, growlers are definitely, especially now, a lot of people don't know this, but Oscar Blues actually had the patent to it. Whoa. And so they're they're now know. releasing resealable ones. And so the best way I could describe it would, you know, those monster cans that are the big 24 ounces that yeah. resealable caps. Mm-hmm. So they're doing growlers that way. Okay. Have the caps can be resealed on them, so huh? That's going to be something that's going to be wave of the future. Yeah, I guess. that's neat. Okay. Can designs are funny how they just change over years because you don't really think about them changing until you look back on it and you're like, wow, there have been like the the vented cans that Coors had. Oh yeah, and the then, wide or even mouth. bottles too. And then they the, had the, the Miller Lite that had the plug top, so you could just chug it fast. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh my god, I and forgot then they had about the Vortex that. bottle. I yeah, think it was. the Vortex little, bottle. Like the beer's oh, still the same beer, you're just getting yeah. people faster. So yeah, <laughs> you found a new gimmick. Okay, cool. Some people get into that though. Oh yeah, yeah. You could take the same beer, change the label. That's something new. I don't even know what it is, and just take off with it. So mm. yeah, it's uh, I'm kind of funny. You know, I always say that a lot of people walk up to me and they're saying, you know, this craft thing's just gonna die. It's not that big, and I'm like, well, you don't see craft breweries having to do these crazy, and I about said wonky, uh, you know, bottle can designs just to push mm-hmm. your product. You know, uh, I had a lot of people come up to me and be like, you know, I don't see bearded Irish these people advertising because they don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> their beer's so good they don't have to advertise it. Well, I I think the argument against that is. I mean, people were saying the same thing about wine in the early 90s. Like, wine's always been around. Yeah. But it blew up. Everybody that's listening to this, you're painting a picture of just that wine guy. Yeah. That Northern California <laughs> wine guy. Like, Every time I hear that, that I think guy? South Park. He's got a sweater on, probably. Driving his sweater Prius. Vest. Yeah. You know, remember the South Park episode? Sniffing his own farts. Yeah. Or he's got like a, like one of those old vintage Porsches. He's got a rag top. He's got down driving to Napa for the weekend with his lady friend. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not too up to snuff on wine, but I would love to have a lot of red wine barrels laying around. Yeah, I don't know anything about wine. I know a little bit. Yeah, I don't know no, anything. I, I wouldn't say I know as much as I do about beer, but, uh, you know, tannins and stuff. I know I think Pinot <laughs> Noir is the one that I've like, okay, I can drink that. All the other ones I'm not too big on. Let's see. Here we've got a uh, from Wild Heaven Beer out of Atlanta. It's actually Avondale Estates, Georgia. Actually, we should have had proper glassware. We have some Wild Heaven glasses here, so we could, ah, have, oh we should have done hashtag proper glassware on that one. Oh, damn. Okay. Let's see, but this is the double IPA, good vice. Yeah, there's yeah, no I, flavor text or anything. I grabbed just, this one because, well, I opened this one because I like the can. It's some shady looking motherfucker. That's why I grabbed it from Riverside. And he's opening up his coat, and on the inside, there's a bunch of different hops sitting there. He's got a trench coat and shifty hat on you can't see anything but his eyes makes me think of like a 1958 cartoon yeah he reminds me of that dude from the old resident evil games it's like what are you buying oh yeah the, <laughs> the merchant was it yeah the, the merchant guy yeah <laughs> oh the last one i played was four and he was like a ninja or something he wasn't really like yeah the, they, the they've always creature. he in. was like bruce lee with like mixed with Everybody remembers that video game we used to play back Ninja Gaiden. Was that Ninja it? Gaiden? Ninja Gaiden was great. Ninja Gaiden was great. I forgot about those games. Oh, yeah, that game is great. Yeah. yeah. Didn't those games were, Hey, video game, game developers, you hear? You need to re release that. That's what we're trying to tell you. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> came Final out Fantasy with some VII, game. Please. 
I don't play too many video games these days, but he's he's got an Xbox. Jared does, and so we'll play over at his place. And you've got some fighting game that's like an amalgamation of all of those fighting games, like Anasuka Warriors and Bayonetta and Ninja like Gaiden a, and all that. It's like a mashup of all those, isn't it? Really? Which game? Do you know I don't know. I've seen you playing about? it. I've seen you. It's that fighting game where you're ninjas and you're fighting it like knights oh, and like, medieval stuff. You used to play it with Duncan like way back in the day. Well, not back ninjas, in the day, but like two years ago. Ninjas. I can't remember. I'll check my. We can come back to that later. I'll. Yeah. It was, well, yeah, we'll get back to that later. But it was a game where it's just that same like mash them up, beat them, beat them up, whatever you want to call it style. But it's got all of those characters. Oh, are you talking about Castle Crashers, where it's like a side scroll and beat him up? Nope. No. No. Are you not talking Tekken. about? No. Nope. Did you hit your head since then, or something? Like no, we've had a lot of beer festivals since then, so that could have been know. it. Are you talking about like <laughs> Dynasty Warriors or something? Yeah, it's basically Dynasty Warriors, but it's oh, not it's, Dynasty it's Warriors. Warriors Orochi Ultimate yes. Three. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That. <laughs> there we go. Got a brew beer called ding, that ding, now. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding. He got it. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, so I don't know if you knew that, but half those characters are from other games. Yeah. In that game. Yeah, they yeah. are. They but it's are. from Ninja Gaiden. Now that we're back here 20 minutes later, half of them, like Ninja Gaiden, it's got Bayonetta. It's okay, got, uh, okay. I know what you're saying. They're like, like yeah, people. they're special characters that I unlocked. You know, what's kind of funny is actually in my beer smith over there, I've got a beer I'm getting ready to brew called Haruken. Mm. <laughs> Street Fighter. Yeah. Everybody knows the Haruken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The good thing about beers, you can tie into people's memories with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. No, there was, I was reading the other day, shoot, I can't remember who is coming out with it, which brewery. It's a bigger brewery. I want to say Founders, maybe. I'm pretty sure it's Founders. I'm like 85% sure it's Founders. But I don't know if you're a fan of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know. Nobody judge me for this. I've never seen it. I've not watched uh, and any I've had 25 people seasons. tell me, like, you need to watch that. It's a funny show, but they're coming. There's a running gag on the show. Not really a running gag, but of a rum ham. It's a ham soaked in rum. It's shown up a couple eat. times. And uh, they're coming out with a rum ham IPA. And then That's there was nice. a there was something else that was that was similarly. They're having mm. a contest right now to decide which one of these Always Sunny in Philadelphia beers they're gonna. I actually I actually do. watched Shameless the other day for the first time ever, and there's an episode on there where he brews a beer called I think it's called Milk of the Gods. Mm. Because I, I have not seen the show, I can't give you a background on it, but apparently he's not allowed to drink. So he's allowed one beer. So he decides to brew this like bacon, woody, ultimate, super oh, stout that's like 50% <laughs> alcohol. So he can have that one beer. Yeah. Oh my God. And I watched it the other day and I just started laughing because I was like, yeah, there's been a lot of people probably. Oh yeah. And he's like going to the playground and picking up wood chips from these kids and had bacon just threw it in there. And I was like, it's probably the worst thing you've ever drank in your whole life. That's like what Connor does though. He brewed a beer. Uh, he was out in the woods picking oh, that's right. oak yeah, chips he he and things that. out. Well, I mean, even when we were uh, out brewing with Brian that once or twice when we were over there and he just, you know, boiling outside and there's like sticks or leaves will fall in there. He's like, meh, it's boiling anyway. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, I don't know if you've ever had a Canteon. So Canteon's known for one of the better sours out there. And mm. their brewery facility, they, they let flies, they let spiders. It doesn't matter because it's all wild. Yeah. yeah. So they don't want you to touch anything. And if there's cobwebs, if there's this, then just leave it there. If there's spiders going across the room, there's moss. They all add to the character of the beer. How does that work with health code and stuff like yeah. that? <sighs> Maybe they just don't talk about it. Once <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you drink their sours, you're kind of yeah. like, okay. Is, is, yeah. that, is that brewery in America or is it in like 
Eastern I Europe believe it's in Belgium. Don't hold okay. yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, their health code's a little different. Yeah. But I know that I read a story where somebody killed a spider, and like basically the brewmaster just got so mad about it. He was like, that adds to the, the wild of the beer. So, I mean... <laughs> Maybe we'll just brew a beer one day, sit it out back for, yeah. like, you know, three weeks, see what happens, yeah. and we'll drink it. Oh. And then drink it. Good. Wait after, like, a nice rain <laughs> and then sit it out there so you get some of that, like, grease mist off the road. Oh, yes. Wafting that way. There you go. Well, like, mm. ancient tribes and shit, like, Mongolians used to drink fermented goat's milk and stuff like that. So, I mean, you just milk a goat, let it sit there for a couple months, I and mean, beer essentially is dirty water. You've just made it where you've <laughs> controlled what is making it dirty. I always kind of laugh at when you Same hear these, these things that people like save water, drink beer. And I'm like, well, that's kind of the biggest ingredient like, of beer. Yeah. Mm. So you're not saving water. You're actually using more water. Yeah. <laughs> that's I true. guess if it sells, you know, Hobby Lobby makes good money. Off mm. it. Yeah. They've printed it on a <laughs> fucking tin to hang right. on your wall or something. I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, this good vice. Yeah. I'm not sure either. It's really, really it's stinky, stinky, but not in a good way. You know, I we should have probably started with that one though, and not the stone. That's true. Yeah. We should always work up to the stone. It's almost too sweet for me. It, it you know, you look at IPAs. I don't think about sweetness, but it's kind of got that mm-hmm. little bit of just too sweet. You know, when I want IPAs, I want bitter. I want I want the hops. I mean, it's pretty fresh too. So yeah, it is. That's what it's supposed to taste like. For a, for definitely going for a West Coast style, you know, you know, it would fit that category pretty well, but. You know what I get out of it? I've still maybe you can answer this question here. Is uh, I get this every once in a while in a beer, but like a rubbery taste that it, or a, and a smell that comes through. It smells. It smells like the inside of a new swimming pool mask, and like a a really rubbery latexy sort of smell. I was I was and gonna I get it in this. I was gonna call you out on bringing that up a lot lately, but I kind of this get is that where sort Matt smell. could smell this beer and be like, oh, that's what's wrong with it, right? Yeah, the, the biggest. Hey, Matt Warner, we know you're down here on Riverside. Just come down here and help us out on this. The biggest example I could I could tell you on it is the Wiseacre Boom Slang. It straight up tastes like a tire, and it smells like a tire. And, I mean, you smell it, it smells like a swimming pool liner. It's not nearly as evident like in this, mask. but I get it in this. Like a it's rubbery like, it, kind It's of. what you're saying with like a hint of grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a touch of grapefruit with pool liner. The citrusy tire. I've noticed that I'm very... Brian Bender says he's like, you're just very susceptible to that smell, clearly, but I pick it up very often. One of the best things I always tell a lot of people, too, is, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beer holder. Mm. It's true. It's true. I mean, that's that's the way it is. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Give me a little bit more of that there. Do it. So I can test this here. That's good. Yeah, it's kind of got a sweet. Yeah, it's like a sweet, rubbery smell to it is what Mm. I get. Which is different than that sweet, like, buttery smell and taste that you get. Yeah. But it's still like another, yeah, kind of like a sweetness, and that, I don't want it there. Yeah, I'm not big on sweet <laughs> IPAs. If I want sweet, I go to the stout range and all mm-hmm. that, uh, you know. But some people, it may be their, like I said, in the eye of the beer holder. Yeah, There's that's probably people true. out here that swear by this one's yeah. the best beer they've ever had in their whole life, so. Yeah. Okay, well, we got a couple others. Do you want to break into your IPA? Yeah, here? go ahead. I mean, uh, basically, I've got a, the Denali Vision from Bearded Iris, which is the Tunnel Vision. And I would say they probably put Denali hops in it, which makes it a little different. Yeah, that's not one you see a lot either. Hashtag juice. Hashtag juice. juice. I'm going to dip to the little cowboy's room over here real quick. And knock it out. Yeah. Is it right around the corner here? Yeah, right here to the left. Uh, yeah, we can keep on going. We don't need him. We don't need him. We got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that last taste. Yeah, I didn't need that. <laughs> no. Yeah, it almost, 
taste like a uh, when you open up a brand new float at Walmart and you're going to take it out there and blow it yeah. up. That's exactly what I got. Yeah, out of that. yeah, like a like an inner tube kind of thing. So we'll, we'll clear it with some juice here. Yeah, that looks good. This looks real good. This, yeah, this was canned thick. on four four. Oh, well, all right. It says zippy pineapple melon. Pineapple melon. And as most bearded Irish, it's delicious. Oh yeah. Oh, that's real good. Go ahead and do the uh, yeah. I'll take good that. old boss pours on this one. <laughs> yeah, I might as well finish that off. Oh man, that's good. You were in for a treat, sir. Yeah, I was trying to manage with that. We just. <laughs> I literally, when you went to the bathroom, managing. I just told him that last sip I took, it, it's it tasted and smelled like when you opened up a brand new float at Walmart. That's what I'm talking about. So. That exact thing, yeah. And it's it's terrible. I I really wish I knew what that it was. I know enough to be able to like pinpoint it but i wish i actually knew what was causing that yeah i don't have the, the taste receptors to break it down in that regard I just know what i like I yeah mean, is it terrible no but no I buy yeah, it's it? not necessarily a bad taste it's just that it is what it is it is what it is would i buy it is a good question that was that was one of the questions on the judging sheets when we were going around at bruce guys the three at the bottom were would you finish your taster would you finish a pint and would you pay for mm, it that's a good set of questions to have on there yeah. actually but since there were four of us there was a really wide range and we were all only filling out one sheet so the four of us had to you know reconvene after every single homebrew and we were like okay what so would you guys the judges pay for there? this because i mean I, I think joe was one correct yes yes yeah. i met joe he's good people joe's great mm -hmm. yeah joe's fantastic i think the the president of the rotary club bill is that his name he was one I think his name's Bill. That name sounds familiar, yeah. I know David Matheny, which I know pretty well. well. That it was just me and Micah who was come who came with us to do camera. Yeah, Micah's work and our stuff. camera guy, and he just sort of got co-opted. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> not so like a beer. It's like that's a blessed gift, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. it's just like his experience with beer is just filming us drinking it. Yeah, and drinking it himself. I was supposed to judge, but then we realized once we were there. That it was, the way it was pitched to me was that it was something that was very filmable and we could get some content out of it. But once we were there and saw, I was like, yeah, we, we've got to actually focus up and do this. And then we've also got to get content. So we decided to split off yeah. and I go get content and then they judge. And then Micah, our camera guy, got conscripted into judging. <laughs> it was He's like, I'm not guys. I'm not I, used to this. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I like beer. Is pretty much what he was like. I'll, I'll tell you like what I like. Oh, that's a good unbiased opinion but, on yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah, what was your guys' favorite one you had there? Who? I know um, it's hard to like nail down your yeah, favorite beer. To but nail give down. me a list of the top three you thought were the ones that. You I really liked. Uh, I'm trying to think of a homebrew that I raspberry beret was a very. It was. I was super surprised because I had gone through all these and I was like. All right, there's this game. I'm not even going to be able to like tell this one from the others, and I get it. And it's that bright purple, pinkish. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, this is different. Was so, that the bright one from Heaven and Ale, or no, 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 no it was, was from S and B. Okay, so actually, yeah. Brandon, who is a part of, because I know I had two of those bright ones, and I or not bright as in like beer terms, but bright as in color. And uh, I had two of those, and I knew one of them was from Heaven and Ale, and then I guess the other. Yeah, yeah, theirs was it was is a raspberry milkshake, and I've known Brandon yeah. since we were five years old. So he's actually kind of I kind of got him into brewing. So it's kind of funny how it all worked out in that sense. But uh, 
to me personally, I think that should have won one of the best in shows there because yeah. I mean it was awesome. It really was. It was really and, good. Uh, we actually we were talking about me and him brewed a beer in here. We're gonna do the same variant, but we're gonna do strawberry and we're gonna do a little heavier. We're going for that creamy, super yeah, creamy, that yeah. milkshake, really just very yeah. smoothie like flavor. So that was coming soon, really everybody. I'll tell you something here. I've been really big into recently messing around. I've been doing it a lot with Heaven and Ale's Love Supreme making stout floats. If you could figure out a way to make a beer that's not a stout to be able to be good with a float and something like that sounds like it would be. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be great with yeah. a, oh yeah, some ice like cream Like some sorbet in there. in there. You know, the funny thing is the first time I ever had a beer float was somebody actually put a big hunk of orange sherbet in a blue moon one time mm. for me. Ooh. And it was so good. I bet that'd be good. Yeah, that was, you know, that was three years ago. So don't judge me, guys, here. Uh-huh. But definitely, uh, man, I was like, man, this is awesome. Game changer. Yeah. So why don't we brew that, <laughs> make it taste like that without actually dumping sherbet in there? Yeah, so. okay, yeah. okay. Collaboration here, the brew chat beer we're going to come. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, I, I definitely want to come. That orange sherbet milkshake IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's real creamy, real fruity. Lots of vanilla Ooh, beans. Yeah. A lot of lactose. lactose. I like beans. that. Yeah. yeah, I like that The last lot. beer I brewed had two pounds of lactose in a five-gallon batch. So I don't know how much it would take to make it one of those smoothie ones, but... We've actually, uh, Brandon's more experienced with lactose than I am, but uh, we've kind of, we've, we've learned there's actually too much to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it kind of takes a little art of balancing everything out. But I think adding fruit to most milkshakes, I mean, that's why we're going to do when we release this one, we're going to have the base and then we're going to have mm-hmm. the strawberry version so you can actually tell the difference. And... The base version to me is probably going to be better than the strawberry yeah. version because it's got that real yeah, creamy. Dude, I love that you guys are set up over here to do sort of educational experiments. It's sort of, it's like a lab. You're over yeah. here. Like you could set something up and be like, all right, we're going to age a beer. We've got this one aging and this is going to age like a month longer and this and this one a month longer. And then we're just going to open them and be able to test them out and see what's what. And you've, you've got a beer lab here. To experiment with stuff locally. I think that's kind of cool. And I've actually, yeah. uh, the one best part about it, I've talked to a lot of brewers in town that are willing to come here and, you know, mm-hmm. teach their classes. So, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that, you know, are just excited about the possibility of doing it. And that's where we want to be. We want to be the people that educate people. You can do yeah. this at home. You can, you can do this and make beer <laughs> every bit as good as the big yeah. boys can, if not better. Because mm-hmm. I've had... I mean, this one right here, we're not going to say it out loud, but I've had 50 homebrews better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what I we want to do. And we want to teach you how to do it from stovetop to all grain. And actually, the beauty of this electric system is all temperature controlled. So you can kettle sour beers. You can do all that stuff. Ooh. And, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, that's fun stuff. Mm. And you also, though, you have, you know, just the basic stuff, too, if someone wants to just use their plastic barrels and, and all that. And you've got storage space for cooling and... Yeah, we great. really want to push the idea of the beers brewed here are the same thing you can do at home. Yeah. And so plastic buckets, I mean, uh, we've also got bigger yep. fermenters in there, but we're trying to do it that way until we get yeah. to the conical level one day. But now come here, let's brew a beer, let's put mm-hmm. it on the wall, have your friends come drink it. Yeah. Have a no, blast. That's a great idea. No, I like what you got going on here. Back to your question you asked a second ago, though, my favorite beer from Brew Skies. From this past weekend, ah, it's been stuck. Uh, the it one double that, dry hop, juicy Lucy. Everybody knows that's what it was. I did. No, I I've been editing that footage all day, and I had to record a big narration thing. And the juicy Lucy was one actually that I really liked because I like hazy IPAs and whatnot. 
Um, but also those surfer dudes, I can't remember their name, but they I had think it was a basement attic, a citra, no, cabin something. attic, cabin they attic. Actually won it. Yeah, they won. And yeah. unfortunately, I didn't get to try any of their stuff. I don't think it I was ever good. saw. It. I went out. I went back good. for a second, and it was gone. But yeah, that was yeah their citra cream. Yeah, the citra cream ale. I think is what it was called. It was delicious. Yeah. It, it was kind of what we were just talking about a little bit, but more like you know, citrusy and not. <laughs> Very almost almost orangina sort of. It's kind of like a Flintstones push pop a little bit. Yeah, like cream soda. Me. That was the cream soda. I think that was the judge's general favorite. But mm. I really like that raspberry beret, and I was really happy to find it right there at the end after I'd had like, mm. okay, I've had some good ones, but some of these are garbage. And so okay, yeah, right at the end there. Oh, and then those pizza rolls. Great. Dude, Bruce great. guys was great this year. I love the venue change. I, lo- I mean, there were some hiccups I could tell, but that just the comes with growing pain. <laughs> yeah, the weather. The weather. Um, there was a little confusion at the beginning when we got there, but other than that, it was really solid, and the food's great. My biggest complaint, though, I will be, is I wish the people that showed up with food, re- they thought, it's like, the- no, people are going to eat. Like, so maybe we should bring more food. Especially when it's included <laughs> in the price. You yeah, know, I kind of I heard the other day that Southern Brewers is done. I don't think they're doing it. It is yeah, done. Yeah, it's done, done as done. of like and four or five it, days that ago. That kind of goes to show you what people want. They want to pay mm-hmm. one price. They want food. They want yep. beer. And I mean, drink six beers at five sliders. Six beers, five sliders. You know, so I think that's the wave of what's coming. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I don't want to go pay for a festival and then pay for tokens for shelf beer. You yeah. know, I go to mm-hmm. Dogfish Head and it's 60 minute and I'm like, I could have bought that mm-hmm. in any bar in town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I like Bruce Guys so much. Is it's the one festival in Chattanooga where you can go and you can try truly local beer. It's like you can go and you get all of the local breweries and then you get the local homebrew talent, which is phenomenal. We have, we have actually really talented people here. Like we went through this oh, yeah. stint last fall where we were trying some leftovers from a uh, homebrew competition that was national, and we were trying some leftovers of those. And that really showed me we've been spoiled a little bit with some of the homebrew talent here in town. And it's like there's some that are hit or miss, but overall there's a higher caliber here. And for you sure, know, it's kind of funny is you look at Nashville and Atlanta. There's two big beer towns. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. smack in the middle of it. Yep. So Nashville's probably surpassing Atlanta right now when it comes to most of that, but uh, why not? We're on we're on a tie here, so yeah, right. Well draw it in. No, I think Chattanooga is a great spot for it. that's why I started doing this whole shebang in the first place. So I, and my I had a bit of clairvoyancy thing about craft beer community is it's not really a competition. Everybody loves hanging out with everybody. They love yeah. drinking. They love brewing together. Well, because everybody's got different takes on it. Like you're saying, yeah. beauty's in the eye of the beer holder. So yeah, collaboration you, beers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. You that's what I twist, love. I yeah. add my twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I that's love. Yeah, everybody in town works together except one. I won't name them, but you all know who he is or which one they are, I guess. But uh, or she, or she, I guess. <laughs> but they they know they know. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people around here that it's on the uh, we don't talk about list that most yeah. of my friends. And everyone that listens to this podcast tomorrow is going to yell that name out loud as soon as they hear it. Well, so. I mean, like, we've had difficulty with them. Everybody else has. It's not a secret. I'm, I'm going to have the dignity to not say it. For the most part, outside of that situation, everybody's very collaborative. It's like, hey, I'm short some hops. Do you guys have any hops or grain I can use? Like, yeah, bring it on over. Like, very collaborative. I love that. It's a very friendly vibe. And it's I, – I deal with media – stuff and it's such a polar opposite to that 
backstabby sort of little oh, yeah. side to stuff. And it's such a loving, embracive community. The best part about it great. is the stronger we make each other, the better this town's going to be when it comes to it. Yeah, And it, totally. you look at it as like, you know, that might, that, I mean, people do way different, mm-hmm. different styles of beer. So it's the idea that we can all come together and make this town a very big beer town. And that's kind of where we want to do with this whole idea we have here is, don't be in competition. Let's let's all collaborate. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. make this strong so people yeah. come to Chattanooga. I mean, you go to Asheville. How many people go to Asheville for restaurants? Mm-hmm. About zero because it's all about the beer there. So right. Why mm-hmm. not make Chattanooga the same way? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and with our outdoors here, I I want somebody. What I want to see happen is is, and this is one of the reasons I love what you're doing here is. I love our downtown. Chattanooga is a great downtown, but I'm sick of everything being downtown. I live close to downtown, but I'm still sick of everything being downtown. It's spread out. There's plenty of other great places in town, and you guys are, I mean, you're fairly close to downtown, but you're a mile or two outside of it, and this is a great spot. You're right here next to the river. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's kind of windy because you're next to the river. You've got great, well, decent seafood across the street. <laughs> I, it smells great. I've it's never sometimes eaten there. Great. So no, easy I, I, can, I can't yeah. give you an honest opinion on it, but it smells wonderful. It, it's sometimes time. great, and then it's sometimes decent. I've never had it bad, but it's I've had decent, I've had great, but not consistently. But uh, yeah, you're right across the street from a decent seafood spot, like... I like what you got. I'm just being honest here. Oh, no, that's fine. Sure you know, the, kind of, the good thing about us being on the river is we're right near the river. Actually, there's actually an access point right here across yeah. the street from us. So that's why we want to be dog and kid friendly mm-hmm. because we want to invite people. Hey, I just got through running 12 miles. It's time to replenish my carbs. Yeah. yeah. I've got a dog so I can bring my dog over here and we're going to have plenty of bottles and cans, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. for people to try. Yeah, and we're not going to be one of those like pompous beer stores to where, you know, we're going to work with you. We're going to talk through <laughs> yeah, you. If yeah. you don't like craft beer, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. my favorite thing I ever hear is I don't like beer. As soon as I hear that statement, it's like mission. <laughs> Challenge right? it's like, accepted. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I was like, you give me yeah. three beers. Three yeah. beers, I'll figure it out, and I'll have you hooked. Yeah. And like the funny that. thing is, New England IPAs are the ones right now that are pushing a lot of people. They mm-hmm. really are. It's just... And we're starting to figure out a lot of the chemistry behind it. And so mm-hmm. the best is yet to come when it comes to that. Your days of the old clear IPAs <laughs> are probably gone for a little while. Well, I was, when we were recording over at Heaven and Ale the other week, I learned that you can get a, a cloudy New England style IPA, but it still be filtered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the word blown. is called polyphenols. Y'all remember that. There were. Polyphenols. He said that word, but yeah. I'd already forgotten. Polyphenols. That's why I make these videos. With a PH. So and actually, the, the, they uh, actually sent, you know, Chris, the owner of the place, uh, mm-hmm. a text the other day, and it says that the polyphenols are healthy. Sounds like healthy beer. Okay. Yeah. Immediately. It's like, that, that's just that. <laughs> wait, wait a second. It's healthy beer. No, I wish I was able to drink more beer. Like, there were more options of low alcohol level beer so I could drink throughout the day because occasionally I'll enjoy a soda. And I hate myself for it, but I'll enjoy soda. I'm like, man, if I could drink a beer right now, can I have some old duels? I wouldn't be drinking this soda. Oh, duels taste like shit. It's true. It's terrible. Like, I have never had a non-alcoholic beer. That's like drinking decaf coffee. Yeah, like I, I don't understand. It. I tried to know duels. <laughs> Maybe for 87 it. years old, and you know, you can't have caffeine to keep you up all night. But but I would love to have like I know me and Jared have talked about it before, like a like a breakfast stout, but it's a session breakfast stout. 
So it's real low on ABV, so you can drink it in the morning. So you know the best part about this? We're collaborating right yeah. now. As, yeah. as we're speaking, we're collaborating on a beer. One, yeah. and whoever's listening is collaborating because it could give them an idea. Yeah. It could inspire them to go to And something. then they can come like over here. Like a 4% breakfast stout. Mm-hmm. 4% Chocolate, oatmeal, coffee. A little coffee, yeah. Like it. So yeah, you so come over here. You guys oh, yeah, said you're going to have a computer set up and everything. You can beer smith your recipe right up over here. Yeah, so we don't really have it set up right now, but one thing we're trying to push for is I've got beer smith in my computer and we're going to put a flat screen above it. So you can come in here and formulate a recipe. You'll know, I mean, without taking your readings, you're not going to know exactly, but I've, right, if you right. brew it on this system, I've got it figured out and actually the equipment profile set up perfectly. And we're averaging 82% efficiency out of this system. Hell yeah. And most people that are homebrewers are averaging around 70. So you're, you're looking at less ingredients to make, especially on a session beer. But uh, when you type it in, you're going to know everything, your mash temperature, how to do everything, your, your IBUs, your alcohol. And if you need to know your alcohol, we got stuff here to tell you what it is. So Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. But yeah, session breakfast out. Session breakfast out. Yeah, we had yeah. that. We've also thought about a, uh, like a, we've talked about doing a. How about a barrel age session breakfast out? Nobody's I'm down with that. I want something. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever done that. <laughs> no, I would love to have something that's that robust and just low ABV. So maybe I like, could legit drink it in the morning. Maybe like a little bit of maple syrup, but not too much because then the. Oh, yeah, breakfast. Too, too much. Maybe yeah. some bacon fat in there. Yeah, I, w- I would want something. <laughs> just drip. No, I've decided I do not like bacon fat in beer after. Brown sugar. Sweetwater yeah, had a. Uh, we, it, it was a, called yeah, it was, a pulled pork porter, yeah, and it had bacon grease in it, and it was disgusting. It didn't have bacon grease. It did. It did have bacon grease. That's in why it was so just yeah. like it, it filled did. your it mouth. Was, who did that one? I'm trying grease. to remember who did Sweet that. Water. Sweetwater. Sweetwater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if you ever want a bacon beer that's good, Funky mm. Buddha. Funky Buddha. And they're actually I didn't know they did anything start, other than that. Oh, man. They, they are the pastry stout kings. Okay. okay. They did a beer called Sticky Treats that was a Rice Krispie Blonde Ale. You were drinking Rice Krispies. Whoa. And just man. recently, Beverage World actually got maple bacon coffee porter. And everything I just said is exactly <laughs> what it tastes like. That's not like the Oppenheimers yeah. of the beer world. They're like, yeah, we can, but should we? Like, <laughs> my, my favorite, okay, you know, you people talk about your favorite beer of all time. If there's ever one I yeah. can narrow down, it's Last Buffalo in the Park, Ooh. which is a funky Buddha beer. Yeah. Okay. And it's their last snow, which is a coconut coffee porter, but it's barrel aged with more coconut. I've never just, as soon as I took one sit, my knees got weak and I You're just blowing my mind Jesus. right now. Because I didn't know, I didn't know Lucky Buddha had more than just their standard little green bottle of a Buddha. And I don't even know if they're. No, that, that's Lucky Buddha. That's, We're talking about oh, Funky Buddha. Yeah, no, not. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Lucky yeah, they're Buddha. in Lakeland, Florida, and they're okay. actually the masters of the pastry stout. Okay. okay, Funky Buddha. Funky Buddha. Funky, yeah. Funky Buddha. Buddha. Yeah, Lucky Buddha. Have you seen the Lucky Buddhas yeah. around with the little, little like, green Buddha guys? Yeah. I'm not never nervous. had one. So. I, they are, they're decent. Yeah. It's not a bad beer. It's just eh. it's worth it's getting a beer. It's the yeah, bottle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's, that's cool why it's worth though. a six pack. Like try one. Yeah, save give a the bottle. Rest away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get some Funky Buddha. Anybody out there can get me a Last Buffalo in the park. I'll give you my. You said that's from Florida? Yeah, Lakeland, Florida. Okay, good. I'll look for that. I go to Florida about once a year. And most people out there, Morningwood, which is hilarious, a great (laughs) thing, but it's got bacon in it. It's a barrel-aged version of that, and they're they're extremely good at what they Mm. do. When I was and hopefully we can get them in the Chattanooga market. They're actually, the way the beer market works out is, you know, you've got Georgia, the Carolinas, and Virginia. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's kind of not considered southeast, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my right? life. But 
mm-hmm. eventually, uh, you know, and, and I have to give a shout out to Tony too at Littman because he's yeah. bringing in a lot of these breweries that you know you had to go to Georgia to get that are just mm-hmm. out here. So mm-hmm. yeah, when he was he was the one at Carter, he was bringing in a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of people. So it's like, well, I went, actually I went down to Riverside the other day and I saw uh, Green Benches Sunshine City. And yeah, I've ever had it. I saw that there, and I was yeah. like, what? We got Green Bench here, and I mean that one sells great. Yeah, so. really. See, I yeah, I need to go back down there and get more because I did. I saw, I did see a bunch that I hadn't seen before. Here recently, Riverside because there was a real God. I feel like the I talked about this. The dark. It's times. every single time, but people need to know. Yeah, people need to know. It's just the dark times when Cherokee took over Carter back in October. So I actually worked for a head for profits. I know all about this. I yeah. Can, I can tell you left okay. and right how, how this works and it's not good for this town. But well, luckily well, you let, have people mopping up. Yeah. Well, let me tell you our perspective and maybe you can shed some light on it because, you know, we get our beers from Riverside. They help us out here on the show. All of a sudden, I mean, we were getting really fresh, good beers each week and all of a sudden Cherokee buys out Carter in, in October or so. All of a sudden, we're, we had we've had beers that are four years old. They get pretty old because I was so used to going down there and not having to worry about checking dates on bottles because it. Riverside did a good job with it. And then all of a sudden, we realized like this beer is two years old. What the hell? Like this is unacceptable. And see, the good thing about me, especially you know, and Chris here when we do this, we're gonna we're, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep up to snuff on dates. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna flip a can if it's not where it needs to be. Yeah, I'm taking that back with you. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna have it here because I'm not gonna serve old beer to people. Yeah, yeah. a lot of these beer needs to be drank fresh. Like mm-hmm. if I came and saw this Denali Vision and it was a year old. Oh, there'd be no way. I, I don't I'd even know like, if I. Okay. Uh, I don't even know if I'd want to open this can because if I got a beer that looked like this that was over a year old, I don't know if I'd want to drink it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't smell this. Good well, either. the hops are going to go away. Yeah. I mean, there was no the way it would smell this. The good. hops dissipate mm-hmm. and the malt shows through, which some people may like it. Beer holder, but yeah, not I me. I don't. It's like not that. what I'm paying for. That's just all I get in an old if beer. It's just malt. For a four pack of this, I want it to be mm-hmm. fresh. I want it to be good. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been one of those like kind of the battles, and I hopefully they're going to get better at it. Well, they have been getting better, especially I've noticed. You know, I go down to Riverside once a week to scour their shelves for to supplies for the show, so I notice it. And here recently, in the past three weeks to a month, they've been getting a lot of new stuff in. They've been getting a lot of new stuff that I've not even seen before. Like uh, I went in, not seen this good vice. This one's the old one of the group here. It is a little old. It was it's actually uh, not that it's old. Not, it's, last, it's not super old. Month. Yeah, but it's last know, month. It's month about a month week. old. So that I would not actually consider old just because it's, no, I'm just saying it's technically old. It's, it's a good, safe bet. Yeah, it's yeah, technically it's old. But these other two, super fresh. And uh, But I'll take a month over four years. We know Joke had a pale ale that was, I can't remember if it was in a was bottle or a can, but it was canned or bottled in 2014. Yeah. A pale ale. That was one of those, like, forgotten about under a pallet, under a pallet, under a pallet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, we can, we can oh, sell yeah, this. We can so. Well, that's what I figured know. is they were just draining warehouses, and they were like, oh, well, here's another one. Yeah, just send it to Riverside, I guess, yeah, or wherever. And <laughs> so, yeah, we yeah. we had some dark ages where I may or may not have painted Cherokee and not so, such a great light there for a minute. But, uh, hey, do better. All you can do is do better, A-holes. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to do better. <laughs> that's all I want is I just want good beer. I don't think it's too much to ask for beer that's not four years old. So, actually, here, I'm going to run here and pull us a sample of Wonky. 
Okay. Which is freshly kegged today, so the carb level is going to be a little on. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, all right. We're, we're going to give her a shot. Okay, okay. yeah, let's give it a shot. The well, I'm going to go ahead and run to the bathroom while you do that. Tanner, you're on your own. You can monologue for all right, a minute well, or two. Well, I'll, I'll tell them about my childhood. Anything but that. And the first time I got my father's approval. Okay. And, uh... <laughs> I'll just wait. In the meantime, though, we are drinking... We've had this on the... We've had this before on here, but the Ransack the Universe Hemisphere IPA from Collective Arts. It's quite tasty. Let's see. All right. So what do we what do we yeah, have? What, what is this we got here? So this is actually the first beer I did on the system over here. It's called Wonky. I think we kind of discussed it a little earlier, but uh, mm-hmm. I mean it's pretty green, it's pretty fresh, but uh, basically zero IBUs, lots of hops. It is wonky. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, it still needs a little a little time to carb up, but oh, yeah, I, I can yeah, tell yeah. that that needs some time, but. I'll be excited to try this once it's ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to, yeah, we'll have to do a follow-up. Come over here with a growler or something, get some for the show, or come back over here and record we'll another one. drink the whole keg and <laughs> yeah. order a pizza and have fun. There you go. <laughs> On 420, who does anything like that? Exactly. And actually, I bumped up the carb pressure a little bit just to kind of get it there, but... Uh, Careful now. Yeah, there's the... There's a lot of hops in this thing, and it's kind of funny because it's the first one that's actually filtered, and you look at it, it's still hazy. It does, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, it's super hazy. And I didn't, uh, yes. So we're we're learning the art of this right now. So yeah, no, this is nice. Okay. This is something like, oh, you don't like, you say you don't like IPAs? Well, go ahead and, you know, try something like this. You're looking for something juicy? See, I can already tell you, I get a lot of the hop flavor, but there's no of that bitterness that you Mm -hmm. in the back. Yeah, you get no bitterness on this. My girlfriend calls it doing the thing. It does the thing, and she points to her throat. Yeah. It does the the thing. So, yeah, after this one's carved up pretty well, uh, she's going to be good. And then I'm going to start doing a lot of hoppy kolsches because, I mean, summertime, long okay. beers. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to do like yeah, I love kolsches. A, do like a smash okay. variant. So have a Galaxy version, a Citra, a Mosaic, and then probably a Dr. Rudy. I've never used Dr. Rudy, so <laughs> I'm thinking Dr. Say. Rudy is going to be a... I like that. That's Dr. Rudy to you. <laughs> Not just, the Mr. Yeah. Rudy hops. <laughs> I just love being able to say that. I've no Maybe a little touch to of oats in there just to give yeah. it a little... Uh, okay. Don't give away the secret ingredient. Ah, most people in New England style, they know what it is. It's oats. <laughs> give us those oats. Yeah, no, this is good. Okay. It tastes like summer to me. That's what I get out of that. Yeah, a lot of the hops I use are supposed to be like refreshing kind of, and uh, without revealing the hops at the mm-hmm. moment before somebody tries to steal my idea here. But uh, no, uh, I'm going to brew a lot of beers when it comes to the season. So, yeah. you know... We're going to probably go ahead and do us a big imperial stout, have mm-hmm. it ready for about, you know, fall time. Yeah, and all imperial breakfast stout. I know. Yeah. No, session breakfast stout. Session breakfast stout. Yeah, you don't want an imperial, yeah. imperial session breakfast. I don't think. <laughs> I have really. literally never heard in the history of my life of somebody <laughs> brewing like a 4% alcohol breakfast stout and putting it in a bourbon barrel. And just see. I what think it'd would be happen. fantastic. Well, putting it a lot of coffee in it. Putting a lot of mm-hmm. coffee in there, too. I yeah. want it to be a true breakfast stout. 
you know, harping and back. I know a lot of people that are in these coffee trading groups too, which is kind of yeah. funny. I didn't realize coffee traders are like beer traders on top of that. So, oh, dude, coffee has reached. I recently, I I've not drank coffee for two and a half, three years, and I recently got back on this wagon like two months ago, and it's it's great. It's phenomenal. So anybody out there listening to this, you can get me some dark matter coffee. Let's talk. Dark matter. But it just delving down that hole and finding how particular yeah, they're totally just as particular as I mean as you can people. you can really get that with anything though. You can be like you, you yeah. see Alton Brown or whatever, he's like this tomato and this tomato and then these other five different types tomato. of tomatoes and the, yeah, this one's actually a tomato because Yeah, but it's you get a lot of those jabronis just just saying things that you know you don't care about. Right. You know, it's like, okay, I get it. The wine snobs. This organic heirloom tomato is going to taste better than that one bought from Walmart. I get it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this, why does this beer that's homebrewed taste better than this beer that's homebrewed? Or this coffee versus that coffee? So Mm -hmm. It's the small things people got to really pay attention to that set you apart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, it's just dirtying up water in a particular way. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Making the masses happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which way yeah, do you like It was kind of funny is, you know, I've actually had a beer that somebody brewed all extract on a stovetop. It was one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's literally, it was nothing but extract ingredients, and it was so good. On so, a stovetop. On a stovetop. Yeah. In like a two-gallon pot. They, I think they probably boiled a gallon of water, put all the extract in there, and they basically dumped water on it. Man, it was delicious. Huh. That's great. Huh. So it's kind of funny how it works. Yeah. Well, you never know. Yeah, everybody's got their own style. And, I mean, it's not, it's not a difficult process overall. I mean, it's just that some people have fancier equipment than others. Mm-hmm. You guys got a sweet system where I know what the, what the temperature is. Oh, yeah, you'll is know everything about or... that from beginning to end. I mean, yeah. actually, the, the funny thing is I did a 10-gallon batch the other day, and the work chiller on that thing was amazing. So you kind of have to throttle it a little bit because you yeah. can't go wide open. Mm. But, man, it, like you could touch the kegs or actually the, the buckets when I put them in there, and they yeah. were so cold. And I was like, <laughs> man, i got to actually heat up this wort to actually pitch the, the yeast Whoa, in it because it's geez. too cold. So. Yeah. And you got chugger pumps down there, too. So, I mean, everything's just connecting hoses and moving everywhere. Cleanup's a little... A little monotonous, but yeah. a shop it always is takes care of a lot of that. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask you about your cleaning situation here because I mean, you yeah, it's just it's, if you notice, there's actually kind of until one day down the road we can get a drain built in here, but there's a lot yeah. of dump buckets. Yeah, I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually the, the spent grains, you know, S and B Brewing Brandon, he has a horse farm in Saudi Daisy, so. I give him all my spent grains to feed his chickens. Nice. And eventually, we're going to take those spent grains and actually make dog biscuits for dogs here. Oh. That's good. I like that. So That's awesome. You're going to have your stout dog yeah. biscuits. Big you're going to barley wine. <laughs> barley wine is life. Get this, ready. Barley wine's coming. My dog like only eats Pilsner biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> After it goes to its pet therapy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> for anxiety that I give it. And it's a support animal. People and their damn dogs. Yeah, but this actually, this was the first, uh, basically a test patch that I did on this new system. And I mean, it was just, there was a little hiccups, you know, just kind of getting used to it. But always, you know, when this one, it gets carved, it's going to have a, the idea of being wonky was think of IPA without being an IPA. So, yeah. Yeah. I can so smooth. I can really, I'm, I'm like really looking for a little bit of that. 
that hop character, but it's not I, like I get like maybe one per one ABU or not ABU uh, IBU. Yeah, there's there's maybe, maybe the idea was to have nothing. It was supposed to be the yeah. the flavor shines through of the hops we put in there. So. And actually, the way science is working out, we're starting to figure out how it works when it comes to all this. So, I mean, you know, certain yeast that biotransforms the hops, especially like a double dry hop Juicy Lucy, the one I took to Bruce Guys, it was dry hopped one day after fermentation, three days into fermentation, dry hopped again, dry hopped again, five days before I kegged it. So you do it, you do it like that so that you can get... It's just like essentially adding fresh ones so you can keep yeah. getting that flavor out and out and out. Well, we're starting to figure out certain yeast really it changed the character of hops. They release mm. stuff that people haven't found before. Mm-hmm. Treehouse, Trillium, all those guys that are good at it, they, they, they know what they're doing when it comes to that bearded iris. I mean, I actually had a, a guy from Seattle I trade with, and as soon as I seen him in the bearded iris cans, he flipped out. He was doing backflips. He was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually sent me that within us over there, which is the yeah. one on the far right from Anchorage, which is probably one of the cool. best New Englands I've ever yeah. had in my whole life. And, you know, to him, I seen him a wavelength with just release. He thought it was way better than that. Just loved it. <laughs> so... Dude, we should get us some beer trades going with some people. We should. If we got any West Coast friends out there... Send us, yeah. And yeah, we'll talk beers to the uh, flat the rate box. Up. You just wrap them up. It's 13 bucks. You can send seven cans. And that's what, I mean, boom. It's, it's, it's easy. I got it with two days. Hopped no up problems. network. Listen, to, listen on in. Send us some beers. We can, we'll, yeah. we'll trade you guys. We'll get a beer exchange going. Yeah. It's a good idea. And we're going to do a lot of bottle shares here. A lot. Said. So, I like I've got friends that. that get stuff from everywhere and, uh, yeah, this is going to be a bottle share central. Are you guys going to have like a calendar of, of events or anything like that? We're going to start putting out, you know, class schedules. Uh, you know, one thing I really want to do that I think is a good idea out there is to say, yes, am I getting married? And they want to have an engagement party. Okay, so most engagements are probably about a year, but if the shorter ones, they can think about it. How about you come here? Let's brew a beer for your wedding. You know, I like it. You know, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do, we'll have that. So that's kind of where we want to do that. But also, you know, the classes, we're going to have a whole schedule come out of everything. And basically, we're going to be closed on Sundays. That's going to be the day we kind of have fun. So. Yeah. And bottle shares are just, I mean, it's the best thing ever because you come and get to try all these beers that, you know, your friends can get and yep. I can't get. Right. You just have little samples of them. So, and it kind of expands your horizon on everything. So. That sounds awesome. Yeah, lots of bottle shares coming. Nice. I like what you got going. And lots I of like pizza, what you got probably. going. Yeah, lots of pizza. <laughs> and lots of uh, decent seafood. <laughs> decent. Decent seafood. Decent. And really, decent really, I think yeah. it'd be kind of cool if you guys to come back on a bottle share day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's I think so, podcast. too. Let's do this whole thing. Yeah, let's do it, share. yeah. And the last one, you're probably going to have this whole counter line, so go ahead and yeah. get Uber ready. Right, it's, it's going to be a... No, we come back yeah, we'll once uh, we see how you guys have set up shop here fully and like be able to wire in a little better. We kind of got a mess of cables over here right now, but you yeah. have to wire it in for public. We can, but we could totally do that. My yeah, friends are professional like drunks. They're good. They'll dodge the cables. <laughs> That's what we are. Yeah, we're great. Yeah. Yep. They are pros at it, so... <laughs> well, we are we're, uh, hitting our time here, but... I know you were saying this Friday, you're doing at 420, 4420. What are you doing exactly? 
So we're going to do our soft opening here. We're going to have, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have all the homebrew stuff out here for people to try. We're going to do, we're going to definitely play into the theme because yeah. if you came to Bruce Guys, we were all dressed reggae. Yeah. Obviously we had all that <laughs> stuff going. So yeah, that, yeah. that was kind of a tie into what we're going to do here. And, uh, you know, basically we're just going to have people come hang out. Let's drink some beer. Let's have fun. And then we're going to go a full-fledged opening the following week. We get our beer orders in and everything. And I'm going to focus on keeping the stuff that people really want here. I'm not going to worry like about doobies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of, lots of doobies when you got a pot hand, you know, a pot leaf handle over here. Yeah, so right. that's that dank series. It's going to yeah. be ever revolving, but, uh, yeah, yeah we, uh, like I said, we, we want to be here. Let's, let's, let's beer nerd out. Let's have fun. Let's brew beer together. Let's drink beer together. Let's talk about it. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ideally bring your kids, bring your dog, let them run free. I like it. I like it. it. And this Friday, you're opening up. And that's phenomenal. We're going to do a very, very soft opening, just kind of, you know, show everybody what we're trying to go with. And we're going to have a suggestion board. Actually, if you notice, there's a lot of uh, chalkboard paint that's going to be going up. Yeah. That's what we're going to have people. You want this? Yeah, yeah. Spread it on down. Nice. Beard Nerdvana. Okay. Beard Nirvana. I like this, dude. I like what you got going on down here. Nerdvana with a D. Nerdvana. Yeah. Nerdvana. Nerdvana. Yeah. You know, all the hops yeah. you can imagine, all the, everything you need. We're, we're going to be your one-stop shop. It's no, great. this is great, And man. just think about it. You can have a pint while shopping for home Yeah. Beers. I don't brew a beer unless I can drink it, like drink when I'm yeah. doing it. And yeah. I, I have to have music playing. Yeah. Like if it's not, if there's music not yeah, playing. It seems to be a common thing. It's going to be a bad yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah when, we, when we've brewed, we always have to have beer, or beer going. We always have beer going when we're brewing. Yeah. We always have music going. Yeah, you, you can't just sit around. Beer. There's, no There's beer. No background yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, Brandon, the other day, we were brewing a beer, and he was just like, wait, there's no music. He was like, you shut everything off. Do you play it? And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, shut it all down. If you notice that Bluetooth speaker over there, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty much play. Shut it down. Get the jam. It's like, we got, we got to do it. We got to do it. Because uh, it kind of, you know, gives it love to the beer. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, everybody out there, we're going to. Come hang out with us. Yeah, come hang out. This is a sweet spot down here. Yeah, it's definitely. a sweet spot. I like it. I also want to remind you guys, get down to Riverside Wine and Spirits this weekend because they are also doing 420-esque things. They're going to have some dank. I love you, there. Travis. You're my homeboy. Yeah, Travis is great. <laughs> They're doing some... Uh, I don't know exactly. They were kind of vague with me. They had uh, one of their brewers back out, so they've got their own theme they're doing with some dank beers. And that's okay. all they told okay. me. They're doing dank beers for 420. Um, yeah, Travis is a. Uh, I mean, Jordan used to be the beer guy there. If we went yeah, to and, yeah. and uh, Travis, I mean, Travis sees me every Tuesday. He he knows who I am. Yeah, I'm uh, down there every Tuesday. When are you down there on Tuesdays? Well, I'm usually there when the the, the bi drops, so uh, I go pick up my four pack. And, okay. Uh, okay. And another shout out, like Tommy Lape. I don't know if you guys know Tommy. He he's yeah. the beer guy at Vine and Barrel. He's a great dude. Yeah, Vine Barrel's great. Yeah, he yeah. he's awesome. He's probably gonna be. Here quite a bit. I, I have to say that Riverside's better, but we Vine have and to. Barrel's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. No. Uh, yeah. Travis. I mean, he literally calls me when stuff hits, and you know. So, love you, Travis. You're my homeboy. Yeah. No, he's great. <laughs> Shout but, out to uh, Travis. Yeah, get down there. They're doing that for their bottle show. They're they're having it. There's like some sort of vodka tasting they're doing Friday too. It's like a hemp vodka. They had one when I was there. It, I'm out when it comes to liquor. a hemp oh, vodka. They're tasting on Friday along with some some dank beers. So get down there Friday four to six for the growler promo. Saturday four to six for their wine promo, and they may have cheese. I don't know. Also look up. 
reach out on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com and then go check out Natasha and Grace down at the Palace Theater for their show once a month, which is what, Jared? What, 28th? 26th? The 28th. They're going to be on next Whichever week. Whichever so is the Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. They'll clear the it up. Whatever that Saturday is around. People then, figured it out by now. Yeah, it's the last Saturday of the month is when they do this. Yeah. yeah. So, but they're going to be on next week, so they'll clear up all of Yeah, that. I'm sure they will, and I'm sure they'll actually show up this time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, they ditched us last time. Straight up stood us up. Just like But anyway, thanks for letting us join you. Had a great time down here at the Beer Market. Very welcome. Beer Market and Beer Garden. Brew Market and Beer Garden. It's hard to read that back. There are literally stickers right in front of you. I've had beers, man. (laughs) I've had beers. I'm slightly dyslexic. I felt like calling you out since no one else could actually. And now you're making fun of my disability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best way I, I can, uh, my, my final little sales pitch to everybody is, man, we're going to be the people you come to. You don't like beer. We'll figure out a beer you like. Yeah. You want to brew beer? We're going to teach you how to do it. You want stuff to do it with? We're going to be here. We're going to have the best cans, best bottles you can buy. The draft wall over here is going to be nothing but the best stuff we can get our hands on, plus a lot of homebrewed stuff. So ask about the yeah. memberships when you come here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We're welcome to bring everybody. The doors are wide open, so come beer nerd out with me. Yeah, Dude, I like awesome. it. It, yeah, I God, I love what you have going on down here. But I need to end this episode. But I'm gonna come beer nerd out and continue drinking some beers with you. But I'm gonna end this episode. This has been what one thirty five. One thirty five of the Brew Chat Podcast. That's right.